Hello Aquarius, welcome to Embodied Astrology. This is Renee and you are listening to your month ahead horoscope for Taurus season. If you're new to my podcast, I am a somatic movement educator and an embodied intuitive as well as an astrologer. So your horoscope is my attempt to speak to the language of astrology through experience, through embodiment, through somatic awareness. Take what works, leave the rest, make the meaning that's meaningful for you. Sun sign astrology is general, so you got to let this land uh, wherever it fits in your life. I always recommend that people listen to the horoscopes for their sun and their rising signs. If you don't happen to know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. Okay, Taurus season. <laughs> Every horoscope I've recorded so far, there's this kind of feeling as I start it, which is the feeling of how do you divide an entire period of time into 30-day spans that make sense independent of each other? Um and it doesn't really make sense to do that, you know, <laughs> um, but for the sake of this podcast, for the sake of a, a timeline structure that we can work with, that our minds are kind of capable of comprehending, I feel like 30 days is, a, it's a tangible span of time, you know, I can, I can kind of think something through in a 30 day span of time. And that's helpful for me right now in 2021, because so much is up in the air. And this is really a predominant feeling throughout this year is that we don't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening in the world. There's a lot of chaos in the world. There are a lot of things that need to change and that are changing and nobody knows how they're going to change or what the outcome is going to be. And for all of us in our personal lives, we're affected. And regardless of the changes that we would probably be going through, if it wasn't a global pandemic, if there wasn't a climate crisis, if there wasn't a need for massive structural reconfiguration, um, we'd still be going through changes, right? But we, we live in this world that we're all connected. And so the instability in the world is coming into all of our lives. And starting this horoscope, this is the big feeling is that there's a lot of instability in the world. And when I tune in with Aquarius, the instability is right underneath your feet. And the, the changes that are happening right now, it feels like these changes are very personal for you. They have to do with your immediate um, personal experience, your, <laughs> your, your home, your personal power, your very important relationships, um, the, the changes underneath your feet. This is the feeling. It's like the ground underneath you is changing. And what are you going to do? If you try and stand rigidly and like keep a posture, you know, that you had last year or five minutes ago or something like that, and the ground underneath your feet is changing, you're going to get tossed if you let your body get soft and if you, you know, kind of like lie down and surrender to the ground as it changes, um, you're going to be taken for a ride. And if you can 
kind of reach out <laughs> and see, you know, who's around or what's around that can help you adapt with the changes as you soften and as you yield into them, that's probably the best outcome. So the, the worst possible decision right now for any of us, I think, is to clutch onto what was, to hold on to something that we're trying to like keep from changing. Now, airy season that we're coming out of uh, mid-March to mid-April was a pivotal time, I think, for a lot of people. And it was it had a kind of portal feeling. And when I tune in with your chart, it feels like you made some kind of important decisions. There was a mental process that moved you into a new space. And now you're in a new space. And what is this space? What's the ground that you're standing on? It's new ground. It's changing ground. It's, it's ground that is asking you to be adaptable and to innovate and to not do the old thing, to not find your way back into the old way of being. Now the test is to continue with whatever the decision was, with whatever the mental clarity was that you got to, and let the ground shift underneath you. And if it's possible to play in this space and to be creative and communicative and idea-filled, imaginative, um, then you have a lot to work with. You have a ton to work with. Okay, so what am I talking about? Who knows, right? It's going to be different for different Aquarians. Um, some of you might be totally changing your home or your living situation. There might be really big shifts that need to happen there. Some of you might be making other kinds of shifts that impact your home and your living situation somehow. So it's like a new kind of energy in the space or in the relationships. Some of you may be experiencing the changes in the world as a radicalization, as a total upheaval and disruption and a need to completely reconfigure yourself and reconfigure your life. Um, and some of you might be experiencing a kind of awakening of personal power and an awareness of how you've been holding yourself back. And it could be an awareness of how you've been holding yourself back from accountability. It could be an awareness of how you're holding yourself back from authenticity, from pleasure, from satisfaction. This could be a big one. Um, I do want to kind of say like Aquarius is a really interesting sign and in that it has the potential to be so genius and creative and it also has the potential to be like really stuck and um, I have an Aquarius friend who we were talking recently about a change they've made in their life after a considerable amount of time feeling stuck with something or feeling like they couldn't move in something and there is this this sense um, right now of like you can you can learn a lot about yourself in the ways that you resist change, um, and it's useful for you to look at why you would resist. Why would you resist change? And for sure, there are plenty of good reasons to to resist, like unpredictability and change. There are plenty of good reasons. And there are also a lot of reasons that a lot of us have that boil down basically to fear, like because we don't know what's on the other side of change. And we might be unhappy in the current situation or feel stagnant in the current situation, but we're just going to stay in it because it's comfortable enough and we don't know what's on the other side and we don't want to take that risk. This is not tenable for you right now. 
you didn't see me when I said that. I was like moving my hand, like, <laughs> like, um, you know, I was pushing my hand out on a lectern or something like, no, you cannot, you, you can't stay in situations that are fragmenting or frustrating or confining that you know that aren't working for you. You have to move on. Now, if you have already moved on and now the ground underneath you is a whole new ground, then you have to stay the course. And this is important because you're going to have opportunities to do the same old thing. And it might be with a new wallpaper. You know, it might be with a new friend or new, I don't know, you know, you will have plenty of opportunities to do the same thing that you have done before, kind of wrapped up in a new package. So in Taurus season, this is an incredible time for you to really get curious about your comforts, about the ways of being that are habitual for you, about how you rest into stagnancy and how you rest into ways of being that keep you from changing, that keep you from doing the thing that you want. And just learn about them, get fascinated by them, go like, whoa, what does that do for me? You know, when I resist changing in X, Y, and Z way, what does that do for me? And I'm not saying that in a kind of like, oh, what, what do I get out of that as a win? I'm speaking more to like an unconscious patterning that a lot of times what we get out of something is not the thing that our conscious minds think that we want. So for example, if I'm going to, you know, keep my space organized in exactly the same way with the same furniture, but I know that I really want to change, but I'm not going to do it. Like, what do I get out of that? Well, I get predictability. I get to avoid the stress of needing something new. I might get, um, I might get privacy. You know, I might, because I don't want to let anybody see my space with all this old furniture, I might get privacy and I won't invite anybody over. And that's comforting to me on a deep level, even though I won't admit it. This is the kind of query that I think would be helpful for you right now. Like when you think about ways of being that you find stagnant, whether or not they're present right now, if they're somewhat current in the, in the recent past, really dig in and go like, what did I get out of that? You know, like what did that allow me to maintain for myself? What did that allow me to continue with or to avoid or something like that? And try and be kind of objective or impartial a little bit with it. Don't get into judgment about what you think that you want. Get really curious about it because now the ground underneath your feet is changing. And not only can you make new decisions, but there are things that are happening in the world that will help you shift. They'll help, it'll, it'll open up potentials for you. And it might be that you read the news one day and you're like, okay, you know, X, Y, and Z is happening. Um, I got to get a move on. And it might mean that some, some external event happens to you, but there are things that are happening right now that can help you mobilize and you want to take the opportunity to shift. If you want to make big changes in your life, especially those of you who have been thinking about moving, um, thinking about changing some portion of your domestic situation, or if there are ways that you know that you need to step into more personal and creative power, now is your time.
now is the time to do it. Go forward. <laughs> go forward with courage and go forward with an attitude of open-mindedness and experimentation. You don't need to know the end result of what it is that you're moving towards that is not available at this time. That information is not here. And this is part of the, 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 the weirdness of this year. You know, like we're, we're all being pushed to make big changes and we, none of us have an idea of how it's going to turn out. And for you, again, this feels so deeply personal. So I don't know what it is, but it definitely feels big. It feels <laughs> powerful. This is a big theme throughout the month, this back and forth between how do you land, how do you uh, root and anchor and what's the safety that you look for and what are the structures that you build around that safety, security, comfort, etc. And why? Using your intelligence, using your analysis, really trying to see how your strategies function. Um, you are, you're working a lot to shift your psychology right now. And I think that there are some things that you are not aware of, but you feel them. And maybe that's not totally the right language. You are aware of them because you feel them, but you might not have a clear sense of what they are. And the feeling that I'm getting is that it's like an atmospheric sensation in your body that you internally are shifting a lot and you need to live into your power. And if you don't live into your power, then bad things are going to happen in the sense that your health might be affected. You might feel really negative and really unhappy. Um, like if you don't, what do I mean live into your power? I mean like be the person who you came here to be. Be in, in honesty with yourself. Be in authenticity with yourself. Like don't, and, and you can make all kinds of arrangements in your relationships and stuff like that so that you're not being a jerk or, or whatever. But there are certain things that are non-negotiable and you know what they are and they are absolutely essential to your soul. Like when you think about what is your deepest wish for your life, if you're not, living into that wish in some way right now and, and it's because you've made some kind of compromise or you feel blocked or you feel stuck and you're sticking yourself in something. From here forward, if you don't make the choices to move towards your power, you will probably suffer the consequences of intensity and negativity in your body. And I don't know what that means. You know, it could mean ill health for people. It could mean mental unwellness. It could have relational ramifications. Um, when people are unhappy, they sabotage their lives. Uh, so to whatever extent you possibly can, make choices for your spirit, for your soul right now, and do not make the kinds of choices that you've made in the past that have pushed you into situations where then you felt stuck. I don't know what that means for you. It's going to mean different things for different Aquarians. Whatever meaning you make, listen to that and trust it. 
as we get into May, the month of May, um, there is some exciting new energy coming into your life. Really exciting. Some of you, this is going to be a new romance or a new friend. Um, this can definitely be a kind of like stimulating, um, sparkly, curious new connection with a lover or with a playmate, whether or not it is a sexual or erotic playmate. Uh, some of you might be full of ideas, full of creative ideas, full of um, inspiration and you want to play. Some folks out there might be really excited about doing something with children or with kids, like they might be your sources of inspiration right now. I've been hanging out with a five-year-old and a 12-year-old a lot recently, and they like blow my mind. You know, they, they're like, let's do this, or let's play this game, or what do you think about this? You know, and it's like, I'm like, whoa, okay. You're keeping me flexible, right? Like you're keeping my mind agile. And the way that I have to show up for them is unlike how I have to show up for any grownups in my life. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity, right? So there may be some children or childlike energy right now that, that could really expand your creativity, that could bring a lot of enthusiasm and joy into your life. Um, for some of you, there are opportunities to develop new hobbies, um, find new ways to enjoy yourself and whatever that might mean. You know, people enjoy a lot of different things. So as we get into May, there's just like more and more energy that feels fun and playful and romantic and childlike. And it is asking you to move towards it and to enjoy it and to let go again of old ways of doing things, to embrace the new. And this whole time to remain cognizant of how and when and where you might be making decisions from an old way of being. Now you are really set up to do this right now and I think you're totally capable of it and you want to do it. So I'm just providing um, a verbal affirmation <clears throat> that you do not want to make the same old decisions. And so as you move towards whatever these new ideas are, new romances are, new kinships are, um, move in different ways. You know, if, if you have a new romance happening and you remember your last romance, like got going on some kind of note where you were holding yourself back in some particular way, then with this new person, don't hold back, babe. Like let it all out, you know, like get that ball rolling um, from this new perspective that you have, from this new way of being. And when you find yourself, because you will, when you find yourself in that old habit, it's just an opportunity for you to notice. It's just an opportunity for you to go, oh, there it is. Okay, I don't need to do that. I can make a new choice. Taurus season is all about new choices, <clears throat> embodying new choices. And that would be one major piece of advice I have for any sign right now. And it's my main piece of advice, literally every single season, every single horoscope. Tune in with your body. And that can mean a lot of different things, of course, for a lot of different people, but really basic stuff. Can you feel yourself breathing? Can you feel your feet on the ground? 
when it comes to the changes that you're trying to make and the ways that you are departing from old ways of being, in this self-study that I've suggested, it might be really interesting to think back on the old situations, really try and imagine them, and then notice what your body is doing. Like try and imagine the posture you had, you know, when you started that old relationship or when you, uh, you know, applied for that last job or something. What was, you know, when you, when you feel into that experience, how do you feel in your body? And then breathe and let it go, but remember that feeling. And when it arises again, it's a cue for you. It's a clue. Then you go, oh my God, here's that posture. I've done this before. And then you can make a choice in the moment. There might be a good reason for you to do that same old thing, right? Again, it might be survival. Might, there might be a wise strategy and you might wanna do something else, okay? So really noticing your body, getting in touch with your body, letting your body be your guide uh, is definitely a suggestion for Taurus season, as Taurus is a sign that is so deeply embodied. My second piece of advice is to move slowly, um, but slow movement doesn't always mean slow. It means present, okay? So move with presence. Um, if you find yourself rushing past something or jumping past something, slow down, turn around, go get it. Don't, don't, uh, skip the steps. This isn't a time to uh, be arrogant and brash in our new decision making. It is a time to be humble and experimental and enthusiastic, but also to be present and to move with trust, to move with uh, awareness of our own choices so that we can trust them. Couple of notes, um, as we move into mid-May, we are moving into some preview periods. So we're moving into the preview of Mercury retrograde, which begins at the end of May. This is called the shadow period. Um, from mid-May forward until basically the beginning of July, you're in a period of time when you are reconsidering some different ideas. And when I was talking a few moments ago about romances and creative projects and kids and kind of like the sparkly new fun energy. Um, this is definitely a place where you just really want to be open-minded. Don't make any decisions that you can't adjust later if you need to. You're going to be thinking things through for a while. This is kind of easy sometimes with creative projects unless you're signing a contract or committing to some kind of outcome. So if possible, sign contracts with leniencies and commit to outcomes that are unpredictable, right? Like if you're an artist and you're getting a commission, then make sure that there's a lot of room for you to do whatever you want because there's going to be some kind of creative process. This means you don't know, right? You got to let it create. Um, also in mid-May, we get the first little taste of Jupiter in Pisces. This is a significant planetary transit. Um, Jupiter changes signs about once a year, and this particular shift is not going to take us through the rest of the year. There's going to be a retrograde, and so from May 13th until the end of July, we have a little bit of a preview of the energy um, that's going to kind of dominate 2022. So for you, 
some things that feel relevant. First of all, this is bringing some new money-making opportunities into your world. If you're not a person who cares about money-making, think about resources, think about generating abundance in whatever way that makes sense for you. And think also about value, personal value, your self-esteem, what it is that you have to offer, what it is that you want to give, and how through your offering and giving, you can welcome abundance into your life. From mid-May through the end of July, just notice what you're noticing about ideas in this realm of life. Notice what opportunities are arising and presenting themselves to you. Um, be open-minded about new approaches to these ideas. And one of the best things that I think that, <laughs> that you could do is actually set up some kind of spiritual practice around these kinds of ideas. And so if you have an altar, maybe make some space to just honor money as an energy and pray that you can work with it in ways that are healing for yourself and for the world around you. You might want to uh, honor like your yourself, you know, the inherent value and worth of you as a human being, which is not a dollar amount, right? Which is a spiritual value. You might want to honor that self with flowers and sunshine and crystals or something like that. But it's like tune in with uh, abundance, tune in with value, and really try and tune in from an energy and with the intention of best benefit and uh, kind of like a, a benefic magnitude that you're going to emanate out into the world and see where that gets you. Um, okay, so I think I'm going to leave it there for now. I hope any or all of that is interesting and useful for you. If you'd like more astrology for your sign, please check out your 2021 year ahead report. That's an hour and a half long report where I go over the major opportunities and challenges for Aquarius for all 12 signs in their individual readings in 2021 and give suggestions on working with them. You can also follow me at Embodied Astrology on Instagram. You can check out my website. That's where you'll find the year ahead report, embodiedastrology.com. And if you're interested, uh, sign up to become an extended subscriber. You'll get access to my extended content, my month ahead calendars, and my twice monthly Zoom meetups where we learn astrology through embodiment practice and chart work and have a pretty good time. If you enjoy this work, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Your donations are always deeply appreciated. And thanks for listening, Aquarius. I'm wishing you all the best in Taurus season and beyond. Bye for now.